are going to kind of do a little, little bit of an expansion on the message this morning. We were in the last paragraph of James chapter 4, verses 13 through 17. I'm going to read that to you. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a, a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast and brag. All such boasting is evil. Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it, sins. Um, probably all familiar with the old uh, Doris Day song. K sera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. Future's not ours to see. K sera, sera. Uh, is that what James is saying in this passage? <laughs> no, no, not, not exactly. I think he does... He is, in a sense, saying that the, the future is not ours to see, but um, in, especially as he's talking about uh, making plans and stuff, um, he is, uh, I, I don't think that that's what he's, he's talking about, is saying you, you don't need to make plans, just go and live your life, case or whatever, you know, just kind of uh, let it happen sort of thing. That's not what he's telling Christians uh, at all. But he is telling us that there are certain things about uh, our planning, a certain way that we ought to think about our planning and, and the types of plan. Um, look up, somebody look up <coughs> Proverbs uh, 27.1. I have a volunteer. Anyone? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Psalm 39.5. All right. Luke 12. 16 through 20. I'll get that one. Okay. All right. Now, I want you to think, this isn't new necessarily just to James. And some of the stuff he's saying here, I think he might have uh, picked up from some of his reading of the Old Testament. James, probably being the half-brother of Jesus, may remember something that Jesus had said, which we find in Luke uh, 17. So I want us to, uh, want us to look at those. Uh, Psalm 39, 5. Behold, you have made my days a few handbreadths, and my lifetime is as nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. They lie. Yeah. So I think that James may be saying, what is your life? You're, you're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes, right? So I think maybe he's thinking of what he had read in, in Psalm 39, or maybe in Proverbs 27.1. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. About tomorrow, you don't know for sure what a day may bring. Our lives would have missed, and as we grow older, we see that, don't we? <laughs> we go, I'm old. I didn't I didn't used to be old, and didn't think I ever would be. I'm old. Um, and it, where did it all go? You know, it, it, I re remember thinking it's going to take forever for me to be 16 so I can drive, <laughs> but uh, days seem to go a lot faster than before. So. Um, 
I don't know if any of y'all remember thinking, boy, the year 2000, that's a long ways off. I thought surely the Lord would have returned by then, but it hasn't. And so we see our life go by just so fast. When you have children, <laughs> it's going to go fast, faster than you can imagine. She's born one day, and the next day she's off to college or California or something. Believe me, it happens so fast. But, uh, and so James here, and he's talking about the way we make our plans. And um, so he's, uh, I, I think he's not saying not to make plans. Uh, somebody look up Acts 18.21. Got it. Okay, boy, you're fast. <laughs> First Corinthians 4.19. Okay. Oh, did I not? We didn't read Luke 12, did we? You no. still have that? Yep. Okay, read that one. I'm sorry. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? Okay, so even, even Jesus talking about certain types of planning, saying this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to take care of my life. Now, everything will be good from this point on. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it taken era. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's wrong to make plans. Uh, I think that there are times that Jesus made plans, right? Tells his disciples we're about to go to Jerusalem. One of the times Peter says, no, Lord, we, we can't do this. And he says, no, we are. And uh, so Jesus, Jesus made plans. The apostle Paul made plans. And I want you to see the way he uh, talks about his plans and some of the plans he made. Acts 18.21, he's in uh, Corinth and talking to those in Corinth. But on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills. And he set sail from Ephesus. Did he make plans to return to them? If God wills. If God wills, right. Mm -hmm. So this is the way. My plans are to do this. I'm going to let the Lord guide me in this. And then it, when he writes to them in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 19. But I will come to you soon, if the Lord wills, and I will find out not the talk of these arrogant people, but, they, but their power. Okay. So I will come to you soon, if the Lord wills. Right? My plan is to come, and, and I'm making plans to come. It will be soon, but, you know, God willing, if the Lord wills. And so this is what James is telling us here in verse 15. Um, he said, instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will do this or that. Isn't that what James says? We always say, uh, we'll see you, see you later, Lord willing, right? Well, that's, that's actually proper, right? That's what James is telling us, and that's what uh, Paul was, was saying here, too. We don't have to add if the creek don't rise, okay? If the creek don't rise. Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Uh, See you later, Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Um, so, um, 
uh, Lord willing. That's, uh, that, that ought to be the way all of our plans are, right? These are the plans that I'm wanting, and uh, but it, it needs to be the Lord willing for this to happen. We need to recognize God's sovereign control over everything. In making our plans, what should we do? Maybe when, we, when we're making our plans regarding the future, how should we approach them? Maybe what are some things we do to help us in looking towards our plans? Pray. Prayer. Prayer. I think definitely prayer. Saying, Lord, Lord, uh, guide my guide my planning because I want to do what you want me to do. And uh, get godly counsel. Yeah, get godly counsel. Be a good thing too. Seeking to know what the Lord would do. And I, I think, in a sense, staying daily in God's Word helps that way, right? Mm -hmm. The more you're around somebody, the more you can kind of understand what they're going to think. Mm -hmm. Scary sometimes. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not so scary when it's the Lord, right? And so the more that you are listening to Him speak to you from His Word, the more uh, I think we're definitely in tune with, uh, with <clears throat> what uh, kind of plans we should make. But I think prayer... Certainly being in tune with God's word and, and then even uh, even at times uh, seeking godly counsel be a good thing too. Okay, <clears throat> so in making our plans, um, if what how would it appear if you just say, I'm gonna do this? I mean what's what's the attitude that he seems to be trying to warn us against here? Pride or arrogance? Pride, arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that one, but that might work too. Yeah, but but certainly the pride, and the arrogance, and saying, "I'm in control. I am master of my domain." You know, I am the. Um, what, what's that poem that? Uh, you guys know the one I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, the guy says, "You know, I'm in control of everything." That worked real well for Nebuchadnezzar when he thought that, right? <laughs> yeah, and Daniel chapter 4, he comes out and says, Man, look at all these plans that I've made, and they've come to fruition. I am wonderful. That's the kind of thought that James is trying to get us to not you know, have there. I'm going to make the plans, and I'm going to, in my plans, I'm going to you know, know exactly how I should do it all. And it's going to come to fruition, and I'll be able to stand back and go, look at me. I did a good job. There's a commercial on television, uh, credit card commercial, and this guy gets in his car, and there's a guy sitting in his back seat, and he's congratulating him on, uh, on making the choice of this particular credit card, and he goes, that was a smart move. And he gets out of the car, and the guy says, well, I am pretty smart, too. Aren't I? <laughs> he says, don't let that go to your head. <laughs> that's what I think that's the kind of thing James is warning us against here don't, don't, don't think that your plans are you know and your planning and your smarts and your uh, uh, just you know desire and your effort are what brings good things to pass he says no God is the one in charge you're going to say uh, well my plans I got so much Produce here. I'm going to make me some new barns, right? Uh, well, that's not exactly the way to do it. Anyway, 
Somebody look at verse 16 here, uh, James 4, 16. I don't want to read that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Mm. Yeah, so that's kind of what we were just talking about, right? The kind of thing, the kind of boasting and bragging that, look at, look at what I did. Do we, do we see that in churches? Mm-hmm. Yes. Huh? I think we do. We get everything, really. Yeah, we do. You see, uh, the 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 churches where they they tell you that you know they map out all the steps you got to go through to be successful and stuff, mm-hmm. and so they'll write it in a book and put the pastor's face on the front of it. You know, he's got a lot of teeth and he's smiling real big. <laughs> And uh, you wouldn't be talking about Joe. No. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is the way you do it, right? And, um, and so we, we are even big churches like in Chicago or something who say, you know, this is the way you do it. You go through these steps. And this is, uh, um, who, are we, who are we following? You know, following the, the plans of, of men instead of seeking the Lord. And um, and all of these things, and so he is warning us about that because um, we do these things, and um, we we talk about how wonderful we are, and how smart we are, and how um, how much energy we put forth to, to make everything good, and the glory therefore goes back here to me mm-hmm. instead of to God. So. Um, Again, how, how do we, um, how do we even pre- prevent that in our lives? I mean, because in a sense, you think about it, I mentioned this morning in, in the service. We all believe in God, part of the reason we're in church. Um, when our nation was founded, there was a big uh, religious movement called deism. Deist, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows what that is? That's the concept of God put it out there and then just lets it run. Yeah, God puts it out there and lets it wind down like, like it will. And we would say, no, we're good Presbyterians, right? We know, well, okay, a few exceptions. Uh, we're good Presbyterians and a, and a few, you know, okay, bad. But um, we, we know that God is in charge here. We know that, that, that that's the truth. And yet, and so we can come to church and live like that and praise him, but then how do we live on our day in daily lives? Mm-hmm. Or when something happens that uh, kind of messes up our plans, <laughs> how do we respond? I'm upset about that. Yeah, I'm pretty upset about <laughs> this. this isn't right. Yeah, we get upset and throw a fit. Maybe somebody didn't do things exactly the way we wanted to. We get angry with them. All these types of things saying we, we know about that. But if we have this type of attitude that God is in control and he knows better and he's got our plans and the steps of our lives planned out, that'll change our attitude about things, won't it? Mm-hmm. Should. Change our relationships with people, too. So... Anyway, um, 
Anyone, verse 17 here, anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it uh, sins. Um, there, there's, uh, when we think of sins, we usually think of uh, lying, cheating, stealing, uh, murder, adultery, um, or some other things that, that we do, you know, the things that we commit. But he's talking about a, a sin of omission here, right? Omitting doing what we're supposed to do. You remember when Jesus in Matthew 25 talks about the uh, last judgment? What are the things that he's concerned about in that last judgment? Yeah. Right. Right, and that's not, you know, we're not, uh, um, Legalist. yeah, we're, we're not, we're not stealing from them, we're not beating them, we're not cursing them, we're not doing those things, uh, uh, committing sins against them, but in a sense, if we're not doing what the Lord told us to do for them, you know, in the judgment that Jesus talks about here, it's all those kinds of sins, you didn't do this, and I told you to do this. These are the kinds of things you're supposed to do. What are we supposed to be doing here? What, what, is, what, is the, uh, uh, what is the thing that we ought to be doing here that we're not doing and it's a sin? Consulting God regarding our plan. Yeah, consulting <laughs> God regarding our plan. Uh, recognizing his sovereignty in all things. Recognizing his, his control in these things. And and um, rejoicing in it, um, being able to say, "To you alone be the glory; mm-hmm. your will be done." And that's a good thing. And so I think that we we ought to be able to do that. And I think that that's what what James is uh, talking to us about here. Um, and so in our planning. In our planning and in our living in our daily lives, we ought not to be practical deists, okay? We need to be saying, okay, this is what the Lord has for me right here and right now. And uh, sometimes the circ- these circumstances, I don't understand. But God's got it under control. Paul somehow knew that he, he uh, was going to Rome, right? <laughs> And he had plans to get there. It's God's plans too. But Paul gets there kind of a different way than he had planned, right? Mm-hmm. But it just seems interesting that as he would look at it, he'd say, this is, these are the steps God has for me to get here. When we're in the midst of things, Jacob, you know, uh, um, not Jacob, Joseph, his brothers uh, throw him in the pit, decide to kill him, and then one brother finally stops and says, don't kill him after all, he is our brother. Let's sell him to these, uh, these slave traders. We can make a little money off of him. And then all the other things he goes through in the middle of that, and he must have been going, I don't quite understand this. But in the end, when his brothers come and say, you know, Dad, before he died, said for you not to harm us. <laughs> Oh my, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Mm-hmm. 
if in our plans and the, the things that we're going through in our daily lives are not quite the, the way that we had written it all out, um, what's, what's our attitude need to be? I hate this. I hate God for this. You do hear that, right? Atheists who decide they can't, they can't uh, believe in God because of all the evil in the world. You keep pushing them. You find that there was an event that happened for them. And, and so it's not really that they don't believe in God. They hate God because he didn't do things their way. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not to be us, is it? No, we're to be, even as James is telling us here. Yes, sir. I was reading the article about why people leave churches and it gave reasons people give and all that place it got down to the conclusion is people leave churches many times and not the truth. Yeah, that seems to be somewhat what James is talking here, right? Narcissistic, we're just self-absorbed, looking through ourselves and that's what a narcissist is. And, so they're just there looking at themselves and it's not going exactly the way they want or they think it should. It's not their favorite music or not their favorite color of the carpet and so on. No, no biscotti. No biscotti. <laughs> no coffee. Yeah, coffee's too strong. All right. Well, um, that's just kind of a little, little, little more, little... Much of the same for, for James uh, 4, but uh, taking a little bit of a different approach and just talking about how we apply this, uh, I, I think, in our lives. And uh, truly, uh, it's important for us to make plans, uh, plans for our church. And uh, the elders had a meeting, not this past weekend, but the one before, and we've, we've set out some, some goals, some plans for 2020. And uh, when, when we get them all kind of cleaned up and everything, we'll, we'll present them to the congregation, our congregational meeting. But it's not a bad thing to do the plans. But before we, we started that, we sat down and prayed, Lord, guide us, direct us, show us, you know, where, where, where we're going, what we're supposed to be doing. And so, Lord, Lord willing, uh, he will bring our plans to fruition for his glory in 2020. And we need to do the same things in our lives, our personal lives. All right. Let's break.